You're listening to the Tiger's Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Tiger's Den Podcast. We're so happy to have y'all listening to these podcasts week after week. And we love making these episodes for y'all. Today, we're going to get started, as always, with the weekend rundown with Reese. He's going to be talking about some MLB free agency deals that are going on, especially the big one that we all know about. But we're also going to talk about the Heisman uh, Award show that happened this weekend. Was it correct? Did they get it wrong? We'll see what we think. And then also, we're going to talk about how there's an SEC team in college basketball right now that's on fire and could possibly make a run in March. We're all that and more today on the Tigers' Den, but Reese... Your boy, baby Reese, Kinder, can you go us get go ahead and get us started with the weekend rundown. This is the weekend rundown. Yep, you know a uh, lot of lot of big free agency moves this weekend. A uh, lot this past few uh, past few weeks as well. But you know, I'm gonna get us started. Saturday, a big deal came in. The Dodgers added Shohei Otani. Wasn't a, wasn't a surprise to me. They uh, paid. They're gonna pay him. Break the Dodgers. Uh, they're dude. not winning. They're not winning. Seven hundred million for ten years. This bro. man, get, bro. I found the stats. Hold on. Let me let me pull up the stats of what he's getting paid. The good yes. news is. The good news is. All right. He will. He won't be pitching. Next he's getting year, paid two dollars a second. One hundred and twenty dollars yeah. a minute, and seventy two hundred dollars an hour. He's bro. getting paid basically. $400,000 per game. Dude, you know what I would do for that type of money, bro? Like, that's insane, bro. Bro, bro what? <laughs> <laughs> cut that out. Anyways, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy, bro. Like, the Dodgers, I guess they just have all the money in the world to get all the They do, because there's no salary cap in the MLB. Yep. It's insane. It's insane. They always they always do it. It never fails. They'll probably they got Freddie adding... Freeman, Mookie Betts, like everyone, bro. Yeah. Did you see they had, like, a parade in Japan to celebrate them? Mookie Betts and Shohei Otani make more than what 10 of the MLB teams are literally worth. Bro. Yeah. And the Dodgers, I heard, heard are still going to try to sign that Japanese pitcher as well from... uh, They're going to try to sign him as well to add to their team. They're literally the dream team. Have you seen their infield? Like, their infield is insane, but they still can't win a World Series. Yeah, I hope they don't. I hope they don't. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm gonna just go down the line of most of the free agency moves. The Reds added, um, they signed Jamer Candelario to a 45 million dollar contract. <laughs> who is that? Um, you don't you don't know who that is? I'm I'm a MLB. Me like, and I'm Max are MLB casuals. I'm a casual. I know that he so. played third base for the Nationals. The Nationals, I know, aren't a good team, but he did make the All Star game uh, this past year, and. Gotcha. Uh, you know he's he's a uh, pretty let's go good, uh, let's good go young Reds. player. Woo. The Reds so. are the Reds are all right. You know we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then the big blockbuster deal on Wednesday was between the Yankees and Padres. I think mm-hmm. we all saw it coming for weeks that Juan Soto was going to get uh, traded to New York uh, along with his teammate Trent Grisham. Um, and you know. This is a big deal for New York, but I don't. I still don't think New York will be. Uh, I I don't know if they'll be a playoff contender, honestly. 
Yeah, I saw an article about this on ESPN, and it said that while, you know, obviously Juan Soto, great player going to the Yankees, it said that uh, the Padres actually won the trade. Uh, do you agree with that, Reese, or not? Nah? I mean, Michael King, he's all right for a bullpen pitcher. Um, and then some of these young guys, uh, they're they're all right, but, you know, Padres will have no offense. So. Yeah, the Padres just – they're going to get rid of about everybody. Like, they're going to – they still got Hater to get rid of, which is the closer. They, they still got to get rid of him. Yeah. And, you know, it's just – I don't think – I don't know if they won the trade because, really, most of these young guys have only played in AAA or AA ball. So, I mean, they haven't really gotten a chance to show what they're made of. Yeah. And then – uh, Hey, listeners, for y'all, Reese is the MLB, like, fanatic, so. Yeah, I know. When it yeah. comes to MLB, we'll let Reese do it, and me and Max just say a bunch of bullcrap that comes to our mind. Yeah, we'll take a backseat for this one. And then, um, and then the D-backs, you know, uh, they can't finish runner-up uh, last or this past season. And um, one of the guys on the list for free agents that was uh, he was on the top of the list, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez for the Tigers was uh, he became a free agent this offseason. And uh, he signed an agreement, four-year contract, around $20 million a year. And, uh, you know, that's a good ad for the D-backs. The D-backs need some starting pitchers um, to possibly, you know, make a run again in the playoffs. I mean, this team, I'm hoping I'm hoping the D-backs this wasn't just a one-year thing. I'm hoping it's a, it's a yearly thing that they make the playoffs and uh, continue to fight and possibly win a World Series. And yeah. then um, – Another guy I saw on the uh, list as well, Craig Kim- Kimbrell from the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies fans hate him uh, because he ruined their shot at the World yeah. Series. Uh, but, you know, he got signed with the Orioles, the AL East champions, to a one-year deal worth $13 million. Dude, I swear Craig Kimbrell's on a different team every year, though. Bro. <laughs> he is. He's, he, was like on the, he was on the Braves to start his career, and then he was on, I don't even know where he went. The Cubs, after the Red Sox. The Phillies, like every freaking team that's red. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's got a red obsession, bro. Yeah, and now he's going to orange. Next red and orange. He's, he just loves everything red and orange. He's like, oh yeah, let me uh, let me go Maybe there. He looks good in red, just like you, Reese. There you go. <laughs> hey, shout out MLB the podcast. Shout out MLB the podcast. Roll Tide. But um, that's it for MLB free agency. Now I'm gonna get in some college basketball. You know, another crazy week. Of college basketball. Was it? Yeah, it was I mean, decently crazy for some games, but... Yeah. Was it or you take it away, Reese. You take it. Was it really? Um, was it really? Reece? Arizona. Arizona, number one team in the country. I really thought Wisconsin would have been a good game for him because Wisconsin has been on a roll lately after beating Marquette at home. But, you know, Arizona just... It, is They're looking good. They're looking really good. 98-73 to 73 on him. Saturday. He's him. Let him cook. and then uh um and then alabama played purdue that game was that game came down to the wire as well in toronto that was a good game yeah that was that was on while me and uh taylor were actually at uh beat-ups watching the army navy game and that game was close i was really surprised that alabama was able to stay that close because i i really thought they were gonna get blown out Um, and then another upset occurred this, this weekend. Another upset occurred this weekend. Yeah, Colorado. 
No, 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 no. This oh. is a different one. Washington, bro, <laughs> upset Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I saw that. That was Gonzaga's fraudulent anyway. But you know who the best team in college basketball is though? Arizona. The Clemson no, Tigers. No. Yes, sir. Beating anyway. Kansas, moving to nine and zero. St. Mary's Max Max I uh yeah St. Mary's beat Colorado State. Max's new favorite team is Colorado State. I think he had to. Colorado had to State. That wagon. I mean, didn't Colorado State lose the other day? Yeah, St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah, and then another upset. There was another unbeaten that went down. BYU. Really? BYU lost to Utah. Oh my gosh! At Utah. <laughs> It's just everybody's going down. Yeah, nah. Max, Max, I heard that you said, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> nah, Jackie. Hey, Arizona though. Give me Arizona. Clemson over Kentucky. <laughs> I actually would. I wouldn't agree, disagree with that. I wouldn't disagree. Bruh. Kentucky is trash. They have two losses. All right. For a different day. And then um, Tennessee and Illinois ranked versus ranked matchup. I don't know. Did we pick that one on prize picks last week? We did not. No. Yeah. Um, but Tennessee got the win. I think it was at Tennessee or it might have been on a Yes, sir. Fight. Go Vols. Bro, they're 6-3 and three and they're still in the AP poll. That shouldn't be real. To be fair, all their losses are to, like, top five teams, though, right? Yeah. 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 Come on, <laughs> you know who they're going to beat? The Auburn Tigers. Probably. They probably will beat them. <laughs> What it, how how did how did Auburn do in hoops giving? I know you were there, Reese. <laughs> I know you were there, Reese. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Bro, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a great game. You know, Auburn won one hundred four to seventy six. That wasn't a surprise. Indiana was trash, dude. It Indiana was, was literally beating us by what eleven <laughs> at the start. Yes, yeah. because they were somehow freaking. They never shoot good from three. And they all of a sudden decided to turn into prime Golden State hey, Warriors. All I'm going to say is Katie Johnson is the most bipolar player in the country, bro. That man can either play, like, the biggest casual or he can turn into, like, the MVP. Like, bro, when he goes player. to Atlanta, he literally turns into freaking Kevin He's Durant. from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah no, when he, when he goes to Atlanta for Hoops Giving, he literally drops 40 on everybody. Hometown yeah, hero, baby. Yeah. Turns into, like, prime LeBron. <laughs> exactly. Euro stepping, and then he goes over and yells at an Indiana fan. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> what else happened this weekend, Reese? Uh, I'm gonna get into the NFL now. You know, uh, division division rivalries. A lot of division rivalries this weekend. What'd you say, Taylor? Um, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, the Buccaneers and Falcons fighting for the number one spot in Bro, the NFC. No South. one cares. They're they both, do. Uh, they're both gonna lose in the playoffs. It doesn't they matter. Do. It doesn't matter. They're both going to lose in the playoffs. Nah, they, make the, one will make the playoffs. The Saints would have, have a better chance to win in the playoffs than both of these teams. Hey, I like that take, Taylor. I like that take. Yeah, Derek, Taylor's hottest take. Just die. Not if, anybody watched the, if anybody watched the Panthers game, Johnny Hecker probably has like yeah. four, four concussions. So. <laughs> Bro, that was the most hilarious thing. Touchdown, Cowboys, 23-6. to six. Just go How look about it up, Cowboys. Well, I, I just changed my top ten, but Dak Dak Rescott, okay. Um, anyway, Dak Rescott for real. <laughs> w R E S C O T T. Uh, the Buccaneers beat the Falcons twenty nine to twenty five. Dak Lions, W Rescott. I think the Lions might be fraudulent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'll see where they are in my top ten, but 
Yeah, DJ I'm Moore not... giving me that much in fantasy. Thank you very Bro, much. Bro, like, what happened? Like, freaking Justin Fields decided to to actually uh Justin Fields is a good quarterback. Y'all be hating on Justin Fields too much, bro. He's my fantasy quarterback. I can't hit on him. Yeah. Yeah, but he's but really then, good. And then freaking whoever Jake Browning is, whoever this yeah. random guy is, just beat the Colts. Yes, like, sir. My backup in fantasy picked up off They were sitting on the couch and they decided to be the GOAT in the NFL. Bro, yeah. if he wins the Super Bowl, which is never going to happen. <laughs> Watch that happen, bro. That's that would be If that happens Dude, if that they're happens, they're just, not going to make the playoffs. They have a chance. Seven they're and six, in, buddy. They're literally in that seventh spot, I think, right now. No, they're not. It's the Steelers. Let me check. Let me check. Hold up. Bro, let's see who the remaining schedule is. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, that was a draft class, my bad. Bro, what is happening to me with my iPad? All right. <laughs> oh, so they're playing. Uh, Dude, the Bengals' playoff chances are so freaking low. They're but their schedule's right so okay, never easy. Mind. I forget what I said. Their schedule is so easy. No, they no, it's not. Reese, they play the Chiefs. Actually, they play the Vikings, the Steelers. That's a loss. That's whoa, a whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Max's hottest take. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Pastronaut Dobbs is on the bench now, buddy. Okay. Dude, Wait, why? Why do the Packers have the fourth best odds to make the playoffs? Because the freaking Vikings suck. <laughs> yeah, and Jordan, Jordan Love wants to be like the you know. He's going to freaking somehow win MVP, like somehow Jaden Daniels. Wait, is Josh Dobbs actually benched? Yes, he's done. Yes, it was freaking Nick Mullins. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, never they, mind. Play, they play the Vikings, they play the Steelers, the, and then they'll, lo- they'll lose Steelers to the Chiefs. They'll lose to the Chiefs, okay? okay buddy. The, yeah, Chiefs is a loss. One and two. The Steelers wait, 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 just wait. lost to the Patriots, so I don't know about the Steelers one. The, the Browns, I don't know. Joe Flacco might be able to do something. Wait, that's actually a decently hard. You said their schedule's super easy. That's a decently hard schedule, Reese. But... The Steelers and Vikings, they can win. Okay, Possibly. let's move on. Yeah, the Browns, anyways, what the else Browns, they might, they might not. Who knows? What else okay. happened this weekend, Reese? Joe Flacco threw for 300 yards. That, that's what happened. <laughs> Buddy, wow. buddy decided to come out of retirement. And just, <laughs> Buddy's deciding to go down the line again. <laughs> no, I'm not. But no, no, I did watch a good game uh, at at twelve today. The Ravens and Rams had to be one of the best games I've seen in a while. Yeah, all year. Oh, really? What, buddy? <laughs> Dude, Reese, I don't watch the NFL. I'm actually <laughs> curious. Go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, so yeah, no, the Tylen Wallace seventy-six yard return, bro. That was insane, bro. Lamar Jackson was like, Lamar Jackson though, he played a heck of a game too. He was cooking. He was cooking. Stafford bro. actually played a great game too. Also, yeah. the Rams, the Rams running back Kyron Williams, he's got to be like one of the biggest steals, like you know, as a running back. Yeah, he's like, crazy. I feel like this year, though, like in all of fantasy sports, I feel like there's been so many random players just show up and like freaking Devon A chain. Yeah, like yeah. he was a nobody. Like there's been so many yeah. nobodies that just all of a sudden drop like 20 points, and then they, the coach is like, "I got you in my fantasy team this week, buddy. I'm gonna have to start you." Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna do two more games here. You know, 49ers and Seahawks. We saw that I think two weeks ago. And Christian McCaffrey, he does it again. He he just is unstoppable. He's that guy. He's is he is he front runner for MVP? No. Yes. 
Dude, I thought Brock is. Purdy. Brock Purdy was MVP front runner. Dude, Brock Purdy has freaking the best weapons around him. He doesn't deserve it as much. Well, he is. <laughs> so you would give it to Brock Purdy over Christian McCaffrey? Heck no! I'm saying that's what he is. I'm, I'm saying he's front runner right now. But okay, McCaffrey. but who would you who would you give it to? McCaffrey. Okay, there you go. There you go. Correct. Good choice. I would give it to Patrick Mahomes. I'm just kidding. Heck no. I'll get into that later. Give it to Kadarius Tony. Mahomes. Don't talk about that game. I'm getting into it later. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's it. All right. Okay, well, if that's it for the weekend rundown, we're going to move quickly into some hot, hot takes by your boy, Taylor. Wait, it's hottest take or trash can? Uh, It's going to be hottest take. Unless you want it to be trash can. I want it to be hottest take, Max. All right, well, then it's hottest take. Yeah, Max. Right. Yeah, Max. Okay, be quiet, Reese. Uh, the temperature is rising. That can only mean one thing. It's time for Taylor's hottest take. So, first off, I want to say congratulations to Jaden Daniels for his success this year, winning the Heisman, very competitive LSU quarterback room, getting the starting job, transferring from Arizona State, you know, last year had a good season, but this year, I mean, absolutely insane stats, beating out Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. But I want to talk about next year's Heisman as my hottest take. There's so many guys coming back that are superstars, such as Quinn Ewers, the GOAT, Dylan Gabriel, Go Ducks, and the two Colorado stars in Shadur Sanders and Travis Hunter. But there's one guy that has the seventh best odds right now that flies under the radar and will win Heisman, and his name is Luther Burden from Missouri. Of course, coming out of high school last year, this guy was a five-star and the number two receiver in the class under Evan Stewart, committing to Missouri, one of the top recruits that Missouri has ever gotten. Luther absolutely balled out this past year with 83 receptions for 1,197 yards and eight touchdowns. This guy is an absolute monster. And with his star quarterback, Brady Cook, coming back, this duo will be unstoppable. I know receivers don't win, usually win the Heisman, and the last to do it was actually Devontae Smith, and since that, it was Desmond Howard in 1991. But this guy is a generational talent just like those guys, and he will ball out next year and win the Heisman over these overpaid NIL stars. I'm a huge believer in Burden. And I would say this year that he belonged in that conversation for the for the Belitnikoff Award with Marvin Harrison, Romeo Dunze, and Malik Neighbors, of course. And with those guys going into the draft or graduating, that race is wide open for that award. And even the best player in college football in the Heisman. In a year exactly, Luther Burden III will be raising that Heisman trophy. What are y'all's thoughts on this take? Go Ducks. Well, first off, I would like to say, great take, WW take, because, I mean, you look at it next year, if you take away Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunze, and then Marvin Harrison Jr., he's the four, he's the best receiver in college football for this year, in my opinion. And that's what's going to happen next year. All those players are going to be gone. And I believe this Missouri team, I mean, they returned Brady Cook. They returned a lot of their offensive line. This is a Missouri team that, you know, a lot of people expect will be really good next year after this amazing year, which not a lot of people expected. But, no, 100%. I think 
Luther Burden, I agree with you. I think Luther Burden has so much upside. I think he'll not only be one of the top people that will have a chance to win the Heisman. I won't go as far as to say to win the Heisman, but he'll be one of the top people to look at for that uh, award. But I think that he will also bring this Missouri team, you know, to a chance to really be, you know, a good team to watch in the uh, SEC East. And then also, obviously, I think he'll leave after next year and then go to the NFL and be a top draft pick. Bro, but I know this is random, but you know Missouri is playing at UMass next year? Huh. Whoa! Tough game. Tough game. Whoa! Uh, but why are they playing at UMass? That's... Um, Maybe they just know. maybe it's just the way the schedule is. They don't even they don't even play Georgia next year. See, oh. there you go. So. They play at Alabama at though. Oh yeah. yeah, no, Max. You said the SEC East. They don't have East next year. They have pods. They have pods. Yeah, they have. It's well, like, how are they going to decide the SEC championship? Yeah, I wait, for, what? I forgot how it's decided. They no, don't what have is it? Di- the North, East, West, and they don't have divisions anymore next year. They have like Auburn has a pod. It's like Auburn, Alabama. Vanderbilt. Isn't it Georgia as well? I think it's either Georgia or Tennessee that's in our pod. Brother I think what? that's how we continue to play Georgia. Is yeah. they put them in the same pod as us. Yeah, no, whoever's in your pod, you play them every year. Like so Reese, I don't like how you say pod. Okay. Anyways. Reese, what's your take on Luther Burden the third? I, I think, honestly, like you said, I think there's a chance he could win Heisman next year, you know. And with the 12-team playoff next year, if Missouri loses loses a few games, like if they if they were to lose two games, I still think they could possibly make the 12-team playoff. And he, hey. could be, he could be one to get them to a national championship if they go that far. Hey, I know y'all are biased, but Luther Burden or Jalen Milrow for Heisman next year? I'm, I'm going to have to say, honestly, I'd have to say Milrow because Milrow's a quarterback. And like like you said, that... Uh, the last one to win it. And then another debate, should it have been Marvin Harrison or the LSU receiver? Malik Neighbors. It Malik Neighbors, Malik yeah. Neighbors. It should have been Malik Neighbors. Dude, when uh, they were so mad about the like, maybe, presentation, they would not stop talking about Marvin Harrison's dad. Bro. Yes, that's the whole reason. And honestly, here's the thing. I mean, I don't feel bad for Marvin Harrison Jr., but that's got to, like, you know – not really suck, but in a way, it's just got to be weird because, like, you know, he's his own player and he's going to be a star in the NFL. Like, 6'4", and he can run that fast. Like, he's going to be great. But, I mean, he's people are just going to reference his dad every time in the same sentence as his name. So, but, I mean, I'm glad, you know, he was up for the award and I'm glad he had the season that he had and he's going to have the career that he's going to have. I mean, I'm going to try and draft him in fantasy next year for sure. But, um... No, yeah, it should have 100% been Malik Neighbors. I mean, you look at the stats, Malik Neighbors beats them literally on every stat. And neither of these teams made the playoffs, so you can't use that as an argument. Um, yeah, no, Malik Neighbors definitely should have been the playoffs. Now, I think the they did it so they wouldn't have two LSU players. I mean, that could be You think about it, think about it, think about it. Marvin Harrison had Kyle McCord, who is now crystal ball to transfer to Nebraska, and Malik Neighbors had the Heisman winner. Mm. Yeah. No, I understand that. But if you're talking about for the Heisman, yes, that makes sense. But the Belintikov, Belintikov, whatever it is, however you say that name, but that award, um, I think it should have been Malik Neighbors because when you're talking about the best player, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., yes, by like his 
physique and what he's going to be in the NFL, yes, he's the best player. But who had the best season, which is what that award is supposed to be for, Malik Neighbors definitely should have won it. I mean, 300-plus more receiving yards, uh, more receptions, more touchdowns. I mean, you know, it's all there. So, yeah. So, all right, well, we had two hot takes from – you know, we had a debate topic and everything doubled in this up, segment. W segment right there, and we're going to move to Max's segment, and I think it's MMVP. Who is this week's MMVP? Yes, you will be correct. It is MMVP, and you kind of actually referenced it there at the beginning of your segment. I'm going to be talking about the Heisman this week as my MMVP, Jaden Daniels, your Heisman winner for the 2023 college football season. He wasn't my Heisman quarterback winner in my eyes. from LSU. What'd you say? He wasn't my Heisman winner in my eyes. Me neither. Um, yeah, I, okay. Well, I'll let y'all talk about that. I'll let y'all discuss that afterwards and why. But, um, no, Jaden Daniels, I just want to run through some of his quick performances before running through his specific stats uh, this year. First off, rivalry, rivalry week. At home against Texas A and M last Bravo, game of the season. Right. You, Bravo, bro, shut up, shut up, shut up, bro. Okay, <laughs> shut up, just shut up, just shut up. But he went sixteen for twenty-four for two. Yeah, but did, yeah, but did he make yards. the SEC championship, Max? Four no. passing touchdowns, eleven carries, one twenty-three, one twenty rushing yards, it. an average of yeah, but did he play for anything? Yards per carry. Uh, and then week six on the road against Missouri, uh, a good Missouri team. He went fifteen for twenty-one, two hundred fifty-nine pass yards. Three passing touchdowns, fifteen carries, and one hundred thirty one hundred thirty rush yards, and one rushing touchdown. And then his biggest performance of the year, what I think in the eyes of the voters and in my eyes, solidified him as this year's Heisman. Week eleven at home against the Florida Gators, seventeen for twenty six for three hundred and seventy two passing yards, three passing touchdown. Also twelve carries, two hundred and thirty four rushing yards two rushing touchdowns, including an 85-yard scramble down the sideline for a touchdown, which, fun fact, he ran that 85-yard uh, run at 21.8 miles per hour. He also had an average of 19.5 yards per carry in that game, and he became the first college football player ever in history to have 350-plus passing yards and 200-plus rushing yards in a single game. And then let's look at on the season. On the season, he was – he had a completion percentage of 72.2%, which was fifth in the country among QBs with at least 300 pass attempts. He also had 3,812 passing yards, third in the country. 40 passing touchdowns. That was tied for first in the country with Bo Nix. He had a 208 passer rating, which was first in the country. He had a 95.7 QBR uh, uh, first in the country. He had 11.7 average yards per pass first in the country. Also, 1,134 rushing yards, which was first in the country among quarterbacks. And then the biggest one, 50 total touchdowns, first in the country. Also, in all those games I mentioned, he had zero interceptions. And then on the season, he had only four interceptions. What do you all guys think? Obviously, I feel like you all kind of disagree with this decision. Uh, a lot of people actually did, which I was surprised about. But I think Jane Daniels was rightfully the Heisman winner this year. But let's hear y'all's thoughts. Taylor, what do you think? I don't want to go first. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I think honestly, why, you can't put a guy – like, you can't put a guy um, 
to win Heisman that has three losses and didn't even make he didn't even make his champion his conference championship game and he didn't even uh, make the college football playoff either. That that's my opinion. Honestly, Bo Nix, if he didn't if he didn't lose the Washington game, which he still should have won Heisman either way. If he didn't lose the Washington game, he probably would have won it. But still, I think I think that Daniels was a lot of just you no. Know, I think it was a lot of sports writers hyping him. Like a lot of them were hyping him up, and I think that's why he won it. Um, and honestly, I think I think Bo should have won it. Um, easily, I honestly thought that he was going to win it last night, but you know, um, Daniels just, he, he didn't show me that he, I mean, he showed me a few times that he could have won Heisman, but you know, you don't, like I said, you can't put a guy that has three losses and didn't make a conference championship, um, in for the Heisman winner. The only thing I'd say, the only thing I'd respond to that with is what about Lamar Jackson? True. I mean that's that's just the that's my only you know because it's the basically yeah, Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson is also Lamar Jackson like yeah but you look at the tape and you look at the stats they actually have very similar numbers if you go back and look at it because I, I I'll admit I saw somebody make this point on Twitter and I agree with it I mean Lamar Jackson nine and three didn't make the conference championship um, and yeah it's very similar stats but he was just the better guy at the end of the day. This guy played, yes, if Bo Nix would have beaten Michael Phoenix Jr., their stats are similar enough where Bo Nix should have won. But Jaden Daniels and Bo Nix, who I think were the two top to win the award, Jaden Daniels had better stats. And neither of them made the playoffs, and so Jaden Daniels won the award. I want to say this. Um, I'm a little biased because, you know, I'm a Bo yeah. Nix fan. I'm an Oregon fan. When, when Jaden Daniels plays really good teams – he doesn't perform. Florida okay. State lost okay, okay. forty-five to twenty-four. Ole Miss lost fifty-five to forty-nine. Missouri Alabama lost forty-two to twenty-eight. And Missouri I'm not saying forty-nine to 39 One against who? Missouri. Missouri. Is that the only? That's the only good team that he beat. Yeah, but you look at the stat. It wasn't his fault that they lost. I mean, Florida State three hundred forty-six passing yards, uh, sixty-four rushing yards. Ole Miss. 414 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, no interceptions, 100 rushing yards. Alabama, okay, but, 219. Okay, but Jane Daniels also stat pads against weak teams. Michael so Phoenix stat, and Bo so Nix get stuck. against Ole Miss? He stat padded against Ole Miss, or did he just have great stats? No, like, he stat pads against Grambling and Georgia State. The Georgia State game, he was kept in the entire game. Yeah. He, against Georgia State. They yeah, were winning... By you 50 the entire the game. Bo Nix. Bo Nix stayed in the entire game against the teams that they played. No, so. he didn't. In the Arizona no, State game, one, he got subbed out at halftime. Yeah, there was one. There was only one game, which was like the second game of the year that he played the whole game. That, that was that no, was not even Portland State. He played the whole game. Uh, listen, against Colorado, he didn't play the whole game. Listen, all I'll say is Jaden Daniels in the Florida game, the A and M game, and Missouri Florida, game, which are all which are all decent. Texas A&M, awful. Max, you cannot sit here right now and say that Florida is decent when you were dissing on Florida all season. I literally Florida. wasn't dissing on them. Yes, I was dissing on them the first game of the season, then I Florida. came back and said – I literally came back and said – Dude, both who, of y'all called predicted, Florida trash every who, single episode. Who predicted I, stand, that I stand with Florida that. Florida is trash. Game. Florida is Florida trash. Florida lost their last five games, Max. Yeah, but – 
I, I just want to go back to the point of you saying I diss Florida every season when we can pull up the tape. I predicted that Florida and Florida State would be close because I thought Florida in the swamp is a is a hard team to play. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jane Daniels played so good against Florida who let a third string quarterback beat them. That's such an impressive win. Florida State he did play great against Florida State. He broke a record. Did Bo Nix break any records? Y- yes, Bo Nix had the sec is had the second most accurate season in college football history. The second most. Dude, Jane, Jane Daniels, Daniels did not play good against Florida State. He threw for one touchdown and had an interception. Not Florida State, Florida. Florida, Florida is broke. not good. He broke a record though. Dude, you can't tell me a guy that has over almost 4,000 passing yards and over 1,000 rushing yards as a QB cannot win the Heisman. 50 touchdowns his team played no one. And when he would play someone, he like wouldn't I said, play good. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson thing. was in a stacked ACC at the time. Listen, we can agree to disagree. I think Jane Daniels, because of the stats, uh, won the Heisman rightfully. Bo Nix threw less picks. Uh, you can disagree. But, had a better um, QBR. Anyway, a better completion. He rating. didn't have a better QBR. Bo Nix literally, or Jane Daniels literally has a better QBR. Dude, look at the completion rating and look at the look at the amount of attempts. Hold on, let me pull this up. Yeah, look no, Jane Daniels has attempts less attempts. If, yeah. Bro, if, if I got that many attempts, I would throw so it's a just touchdown. It's just completion rating? We're just going off one one thing? Dude, Max, look at the amount of snaps that they played. Yes. Just look at the difference. Like, it's it's insane. Okay, but you want to talk about, oh, he's stat pads and stuff, but that's still that's smart to do to help you win the Heisman. Like, are you going to say, oh, we don't want you to stay in the game if, even if you want to win the Heisman? You know, if that's yeah, because when Bo Nix was up for the Heisman against Arizona State, their coach actually had class and took him out at halftime. Bro, like no, like Taylor said, LSU played absolutely nobody. Texas A&M is A&M at the time had no like they had an interim coach coaching for them. Like I said, Bo Nix, if he beat Washington, he would definitely win the Heisman, but he didn't. So Jaden Daniels ended up winning it. Jaden Daniels didn't beat Alabama, Ole Miss, or FSU, so he deserves to win, I guess. Yeah, he still walked away with a trophy, but that's why he's my And he's going to fail in the NFL. And now, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to top 10 with your boy, Reese Tinder. Reese, go ahead and take it away. What top 10s are we doing today? Who's first, who's last, and who's in between? This is top 10. Uh, We are going to do... Uh, We're just going to do NFL because Taylor didn't want to do... Uh, He didn't want to do basketball, so... We're just gonna Alrighty. we're just gonna do NFL today. Um, you know we haven't done NFL in a while, but I'm gonna get started with my top ten, and then I'll let whoever wants to go after me go. Um, but my number, I'm gonna, I'm I'm actually gonna go from ten. I'm gonna go from ten. Like, yeah, like, like, I was about to say. I yeah. was about to say. So more dramatic. So my number ten. Um, you know they just they just won a few hours ago, like two might have been two or three. I don't know. The Bills are at my ten spot. You know, all the way at ten. Interesting. They're, interesting. They're, yeah. they're seven and six. I mean, I mean, I got to put. Okay. Them there. Interesting. I'll let them cook. And then my number nine, even though they're probably fraudulent, the Jaguars are gonna have to be at my number nine. Um. Okay. And that's then, actually I don't disagree. That's the same spot where I have them. And then my number eight is the Cleveland Browns. They just beat the Jaguars today. Um. Sure. They're they're eight and five, and uh, we'll see we'll we'll see what happens with them. We'll see what happens. W take W take W yeah. take. And then 
my number seven, it it has to be the Chiefs because if I don't put the Chiefs in here, then it. I thought you said you didn't have them in your top ten. I changed it. Oh, okay. Good, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> and then my number six, they just lost to the Bears. The Lions are my number six. Um, you know, a loss like that, it it really hurts. Especially, I think they've lost so to him twice. They at six. They've lost to him twice, right? So how are they at six? Because they they've lost to the Bears twice. I know, but how are they not lower if they lost to the Bears? I don't know because uh, the Chiefs they beat the Chiefs. All I'll say is it's it's interesting. It's very interesting that you have the Chiefs above the Bills, but that's all I'm gonna say. So okay, but all right, keep co- keep cooking. And keep then cooking. my number five is the Dolphins. You know the Dolphins all the way at five. Yeah, I mean if you think about it though. Like once you hear once you hear the teams in front of them, then you'll then you'll realize why I put them at five. Once you, I mean, I, so the, right. so the Eagles are my four, be- okay, because of what's what's going on right now. That that's the only reason they're at four, and yeah. the reason the Dolphins are at five is because the Eagles beat the Dolphins. So that's why I. Had to- that's actually a fair point. Yeah, that's a fair point. And then my number three is the Cowboys. The Cowboys are dominating the Eagles right now, and they should win the game. So that's why I'm going to put them ahead of the Eagles. And then my number two, the Ravens. The yeah. Ravens possibly, they possibly could win, or they possibly could get the number one seed in the AFC in the next few games if they win. So I have them at my two, and then my one is the 49ers. Obviously, yeah. you have to go with the 49ers, you know. They, their defense yeah. is great. Their team's great. You know, they probably will get the number one overall seed soon. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So I'll go ahead and get started with mine, starting with number 10. Um, number 10, I got the Detroit Lions. So Ooh. you had them all the way up at six. Yeah. Which I think is interesting, uh, considering they lost to the Bears, you know, they're yeah. five and eight. Um, but I'm going to, yeah, I don't know about this Lions team. You know, they started the season off great. Everybody was you know, hyping them up. You know, this is the Lions team that, you know, might make the Super Bowl, the first Lions team to ever do it. And they've just not been impressive. They might need then. to, I mean, they might need to, I, I think they need to just, uh, just kind of calm down and try to win these next few games that they have on their schedule. And we'll, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah. we got an upcoming schedule. Let's see who's on their schedule. The Broncos, I mean, the Broncos are on a hot streak recently. They should win that game, but yeah. you never know. But the, the Broncos, Vikings, the Broncos have, uh, I think they've won. They've won, like, six of their last seven or something like that. It's weird. Exactly. So, I mean, listen, all I'm going to say is the Lions are going to need to start playing like they did at the beginning of the season, or they might not even win their division. I mean, who so, else is on their but, schedule? Who else is on their schedule? That's, uh, is there uh, they also got the Cow- They also got at the Cowboys. Ooh, so, and then, they got two, and then they got two games against the Vikings, which they should win, once again. But they <laughs> should have won today against the Bears, but they didn't. So that's why I have to drop them down to number 10. Number 9, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars, same as you, Reese. Yep. Um, my number 9 and number 8, actually my 9, 8, and 7 are all the same as yours. I have the Jags, then the Browns at 8, and then the Chiefs at 7. Uh, the Jags lost to the Browns, which, I mean, the Browns, Joe Flacco. Like, what's what's going on? Like, you're, you're 36, buddy, and you're coming out of retirement and you're playing like this. I mean, he's looking like almost like he did on the Ravens whenever they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, we'll see what the Browns do in a season where there's been – I actually heard this stat when I was watching the uh, 
I think it was I think it was the Browns Jags game. There's been 53 different starting quarterbacks in the NFL this year, which is like the most ever. So I mean, you know, we'll see how he keeps performing in the future. But um, yeah, give me the Browns at eight, and then number seven, the Chiefs. I mean, they should have won that game against the Bills, but the offsides. I mean, what are you what are you doing, Kadarius Tony? Like. How get, is he? get him off the team. Hey, chill out, get, chill out, chill out, chill out. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll hold back the fire for now. But Chiefs, I mean, the potential is obviously there. But gosh, Patrick Mahomes just got to get some receivers. I mean, it's Travis Kelsey, and then it's like, you know, a guy from McDonald's is his next best target. Hey, hot but, take, hot take, hot take. Maybe George Pickens. Maybe George Pickens. Possibly. He's on the Steelers. I know, but there's a chance that next year. You never oh, know. next year. Yeah, okay. I think he's a free agent, so there's a chance. There's a chance. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Drafted. But they got to they gotta focus on this year if they want to still, you know, have a chance at making the Super Bowl. But number six, directly ahead of them, is the team that beat them, the Buffalo Bills. This Bills team, like I said, similar to the Chiefs, they're a team that has so much potential where they could honestly just make it all the way to the Super Bowl. But on certain days, they can play as bad to where they're not going to beat, you know, the Jets. So the Bills, I mean, when they play – to their top potential, they can be the best team in the league. But I got them at six right now because of their seven and six record. And yeah. then at number five, I'm gonna have to go with the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, uh, you know, today they escaped. They escaped. I honestly thought the Rams were gonna win that one for a second. But the Ravens, I mean, Lamar Jackson's just been balling out. But I'm just not sure because I mean the Rams, eh, they're like they're like the definition of mid. For like any team, like a team in the NFL right now. I mean, six and seven. You know, you were at home, but Tylen Wallace saved them, and so they have at the Jags next week actually for Sunday Night Football. That mm-hmm. one's going to be a great game. I'm excited to watch it. But um, the Ravens at five, number four. I have the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, right now, like literally right now, they're losing uh, twenty four to six at halftime against the Cowboys. So. I mean, the Eagles, they got to get it together. I mean, two straight blowout losses is not going to look good to those Philly fans who love booing when their team is losing by four. So give me the Eagles at four. And then at number three, I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. Give me the Miami – or actually, excuse me, switch those two. I'm going Miami at four and then the Eagles at three. Uh, The Eagles beat them head-to-head, so, you know, that's what I've always stood by. So I'm going to keep sticking with it. Give me the Eagles at three and the Dolphins at four. The Dolphins, once again, another team. I mean, they're often – I've repeated it so many times. we repeated it so many times. This Dolphins offense is one of the best we've ever seen, and it's mainly just because of Ty- Cheetah Tyreek Hill. But Tyreek Hill, <laughs> Raheem Mostert, uh, Devon A-Chain, you know, as well, just like out of nowhere is just one of the oh, best baby, wobble, fantasy baby, guys wobble, in the wobble, league. Baby wobble, baby wobble, baby wobble, yeah. Hey, I, res- I respect you doing it yourself because then we don't get copyrighted so i appreciate that but um all righty and then <laughs> at number give me at number two give me the dallas cowboys uh right now you know they are just balling out and they've been balling out recently i mean dak prescott just seems like a whole new whole new quarterback right now i mean he is just here we go he is going absolutely oh. insane so give me the cowboys at two and then at number one the team that smoked the Cowboys 42 to 10, uh, the 49ers. The 49ers, they just, they're just so good. I mean, Trent Williams on the offensive line. I feel like I got to start with him because if it weren't for him, Brock Purdy would probably not be where he is right now. 
Yep. Uh, you know, Trent Williams is just like a control delete button on the left side of the offensive line. He's just so good. And then you got obviously all of his weapons: George Kittle, Debo Samuel is balling out, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, and then obviously their defense. Give me the Niners as the number one team in the NFL right now and currently my favorite to go to the Super Bowl and win it all. Taylor, who are your top 10 NFL teams? Number 10, I got the Denver Broncos. They've been one of the most impressive teams over the past seven weeks. They're 6-1, and one, being big names such as the Packers, Chiefs, and Bills, and the Browns. So um, that's, a good, that's a good one right there. And they beat the Chargers today. So go Broncos. Broncos country, let's ride. Another QB out for the season. Justin Wait, Herbert. did they beat the Chargers? Yes. They did. Wait, Russell Wilson got injured? No. No, Justin, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert's out for the season with a finger. Good. Yeah. Most fantasy team is screwed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number nine, I got the Lions. They are officially in trouble. Yeah. Um, yep. Jared Goff struggling. Defense absolutely falling apart against the struggling Bears offense. Yeah, um, their crime rate's about to go up a lot more now. I mean, Whoa. the Lions O-line, they've gotten a, a a bad break with their O-line. You know, that interior, everyone got hurt. It's like third strings at the guard positions in the center. So, at number nine, I got the Lions. Number eight, I got the Browns. Um, I don't believe in this Browns team. I think they keep getting lucky. Um, but, you know, the Jaguars, they beat a good team today. Jaguars not in my top ten, but... You know, the Browns beat the Jaguars today. Very good team. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, they, they belong in the AFC conversation, but I don't think they'll make it, you know, with all the quarterback issues. Yep. Um, at number seven, I got the Chiefs. Um, I hate the Chiefs. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Number six, I got, the, I got the Bills. You know, I love Josh Allen. Josh Allen is my favorite player in the NFL. Um, they beat the Chiefs today. You know, Josh Allen didn't play that good, but – um, the, the Bills are cooking, and they they got a hard schedule coming up against the Cowboys and Dolphins. But the Bills, I hope they make that playoff spot. Number five, I got the Eagles. Right now, the Eagles are at an all time low, getting dominated by the Cowboys and getting dominated by the Forty ers last week. You know, the Eagles secondary is absolutely awful right now. Darius Slay, most overrated cornerback in the country, but. Give me the Eagles at five. Number four, I got the Ravens. Um, they barely escaped today, like Max said. Um, Zay Flowers, absolutely balling out for them. Lamar Jackson playing very, very good. And in the conditions that they had today, that was awfully impressive to watch. Number three, I got the Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins are good. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. They're gonna get. They're gonna absolutely destroy the Titans tomorrow or. T- Today, tonight, sorry. Um, number two, I got the 49ers. What? They're like impossible to defend. You know, Debo Samuel, gonna, the I'm Joker card. That's all over the field. Monitor. Brock Purdy, great quarterback. Uh, if any quarterback was putting that, if I was a quarterback in the situation that he was in, I would probably play good as well. <laughs> but um, Seattle's defense got picked apart today. Then number one. How about them Cowboys? Okay, they are the best team from an analytical perspective. They're beating the Eagles right now. They're gonna have the one seed in that division, and I mean, this Cowboys team led by Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is the MV is the top person for MVP in my opinion. He's just playing so freaking good right now, 
And yeah, the Cowboys at nine and three, about to be ten and three, are a better team than the 49ers. And they're excuse me, um, I've lost my train of thought. Cut this out. The Cowboys. <laughs> Even though my iPad is not working, and it's saying that uh, ESPN is banned, the Cowboys <laughs> are the best team in the NFL. CeeDee Lamb balling out right now. The Cowboys Baller. play at the Bills, at the Dolphins, and against the Lions. If they win those three, they keep this one spot, and they'll win the whole entire thing in the Super Bowl. Go Cowboys. Hooray. Well, all I'll say, that was an interesting uh, twist at the end there, you know, because me and Reese going with the 49ers of the Cowboys. Taylor going with the team that lost 42-10. to 10, uh, at the They've gotten better, spot. Matt. But, um, you want to talk about Florida and Jane Daniels. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. now we're going to move to the last segment before we get into prize picks with another guest picker. Uh, we're going to move to Taylor's Trash Can. Taylor, who do you got in this segment? Straight from the garbage disposal, this is Taylor's Trash Can. Okay, we can't say bad words on this podcast. Yes. Freak the Chiefs. Freak Taylor Swift. Freak all the Chiefs fans of Patrick Mahomes. This franchise has come to an end, and they are now 8-5. and five. But it wasn't even Mahomes' fault. Yes, he didn't play great. He went 25 for 43 with an INT and, and one touchdown. But once again, the Chiefs team has a receiver sell the game. This is the second time for specifically Kadarius Tony, the Florida Gator graduate. Now, Tony was a first-round pick to the Giants in the 2021 draft. You know, kind of a spark plug guy for the Gators under Kyle Pitts. And, I mean, he's been a decent target his past few years, but he was ready to be a big star. And he was the wide receiver one on the depth chart at the beginning of the year for this Chiefs offense. And then, against the Lions in the season opener, he dropped the ball, leading to a pick six for the Lions to win the game. <laughs> Time went by, you know. He's kind of quiet. A rushing and screen pass option. That's mostly what he's used for. Then, today the Chiefs suited up to play the Bills, and the Bills fighting for that playoff spot. The Chiefs got a huge stop against Josh Allen to lead the Bills to kick a field goal and take the lead with a minute and 50 left. Then the, the Chiefs get the ball. They get a first down. And on second and 10, Travis Kelsey catches the ball. It's a huge gain. And he throws it backwards to Kadarius Tony for the touchdown. The crowd goes nuts. The Chiefs are in prime position to win that game. But there's a flag on none other than Kadarius Tony lining up two freaking yards off sides. <laughs> then... You know, Patrick Mahomes gets pressured and loses the game. Then, of course, Patrick Mahomes cries and snaps at everyone on the team, even though he didn't play good at all. The Chiefs deserve to be thrown away, and even though they'll cruise into the playoffs with their very easy schedule left, they will get knocked out first round. Frick the Chiefs. Frick Swifties. Frick everyone that goes for the Chiefs. Throw them away, especially their receivers, and keep Patrick Mahomes and the Swifties crying in the trash can. What are y'all's takes? All I'll say is Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, and Chargers, y'all know what to do. Get them wins, baby. Get them wins. There's still a chance that the Chiefs miss the playoffs, and goodness, I hope so, so we can stop hearing about Taylor Swift. I don't know if y'all saw the text I sent y'all, but the number one headline for this game while it was going on was Taylor Swift walking past the Bills players before the game. 
That was the top. That was the top storyline for the game, according to ESPN. Um, so I would be. I would be. I hope Taylor Swift gets her heart broken and then writes another album. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's gonna be like, oh, you know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be crazy. But give me. Uh, yeah, I hope the Patriots beat them in Gillette Stadium. I know it's not going to happen, but if it did happen, I would be forever grateful. Um, if Tom Brady's the Chiefs, there, it will happen. If Tom Brady's there, it's going to happen. Yes, exactly. Tom Brady, pull a Joe Flacco, come out of retirement again, and then, uh, yeah, ball out. Listen but, to that um, deep edit music. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, all I'll say is, uh, yeah, no, Canarius Tony, I mean, he's got to be like, is he? Is he? Is he doing something? Like, is he? You know, not not trying to drugs, any illegal picture. activities. But you know, I don't. I don't get how you do this. Like, it's not like I could understand. Oh, like you know, he's kind of lined up near the center because it's the point being offsides. The line is actually not the blue line. It's actually where the back of the ball is. Or actually, no, because I watched the thing on it. It's actually where the knee of the center is. And he wasn't just in front of the center's knee. He wasn't just in front no, of the ball. He, he was, was all the way over in the Kansas City pub. Okay, buddy? Exactly. He was he was 255 yards offside. Very well put, my friend. Very well put. Because I'm actually looking at it right now. I mean, he literally is looking at the – he's literally looking at the center before the, the ball, ball is snapped. Offside. Breaking news, the Eagles just scored. Yeah. He didn't think he didn't think to try and back up to try and you know not get called for offsides. But no. that's all I have to say. The Chiefs are poverty. Finally, this finally this uh, saga has come to an end. Patrick Mahomes. I honestly am not a Patrick Mahomes hater. I love Patrick Mahomes. He's one of the best you know NFL QBs. He's gonna go down as one of the best NFL QBs of all time. Definitely a Hall of Famer. But goodness, I am happy to see the Chiefs and all the Swifties be upset today. Reese, what's your take? And then let's get into prize picks with our best or with our special guest picker. Yeah, honestly, when Patrick Mahomes first came in the league, I uh, I was like, okay. I mean, I don't I don't like him or dislike him. He's all right. And then all of a sudden, like you know, past few years, it's been annoying. He's he's he thinks he's him. He's not. Um, you know, I'm glad to see the Chiefs finally losing again. You know, I kind of thought this was going to happen eventually. Uh, especially after the Lions loss, I they really right now. If you think about it, the Jets game, the refs bailed them out. There's been plenty of games that they've gotten bailed out by the officials, and uh, you know they really should have about seven losses right now. But you know, I think uh, I think this is good. And honestly, like you said, Max, I hope that the remaining or the remainder of their schedule. I hope those teams are able to beat them. I hope the Patriots pull off the greatest upset in NFL history. And absolutely destroy them. And then Bill Belichick walks over to Patrick Mahomes and starts crying. <laughs> and then I hope Taylor Swift crashes into. <laughs> no, no, bro. Please. Okay, we I'm can't kidding. say that. We can't say that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, Wait, Reese, what was that? What was that? Kadarius Tony's gonna get uh, deported to China um, with Dylan Brooks. Better learn Chinese, buddy. Welcome to the Shanghai Sharks, uh, Kadarius Tony. Can't wait to see you perform in the Chinese Football League. You know, uh, your head coach, freaking Brian Har- Brian Harson, will be very happy to see you. So, yep, enjoy your enjoy your uh, time in China. But you know, that's all I have to say. All right. Well, that was my trash can. We can throw them away, especially Patrick Mahomes, because I hate Patrick Mahomes. 
literally hermit in real life. But let's move to everyone's favorite segment. We're going to find on our records, and we're going to have another guest picker on prize picks. Not sponsored by the app Prize Picks, it's time for Max's Prize Picks. Hello, and welcome back to uh, Tiger's Den, episode 13. And we're going to go ahead and get started with, like Taylor said, everybody's favorite segment, Prize Picks. And I'm going to go ahead and get started. Probably my favorite, with, though. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go and get started with this week's standings, uh, you know, for me, Taylor, and Reese. Uh, actually, now we all have separate all-time records, and currently I am leading the pack. I went 4-2 and two last week. I'm 54-42 and all-time. And then Reese is actually in second place. He has overtaken Taylor. Reese Taylor. went 4-2 last week as well. He's 53-43 and 43 all-time. All and then Taylor, the entire standings have flipped and Taylor is now last he went two and four last week and is now 52 and 44 all time and then also last week's guest picker the first ever guest picker on this show Aiden Treadwell went two and four last week as well we'll see if this week's guest picker can do better (laughs) we can see if this week's uh guest picker can do better he's in my English class he's also a Bama fan so I'll try and be nice uh this week's he's also a five-star varsity uh golf commit Yep, that too. Uh, this week's guest picker is Connor Davis. Connor, how are you doing this weekend? I'm great, Max. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, my dog just started barking, having a conniption. Sorry. But um, anyways, we're going to go ahead and get started with – we're going to switch it up this week. I actually have a different sport for every single pick. We do six picks, and these are going to get a little bit interesting. This first one's actually a bit of a curveball. I don't think any of y'all expected this, but we have college volleyball is in the final four Bro, what on the Thursday. F- I'm going to die. I'm being, I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead serious. The number one seed, the Pitt Panthers, who are 29-4 and four this year, they're going up against the number one seed. You can't even look seed, at that on Nebraska Cornhuskers. You can't even look at that. No one cares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This game is on Thursday at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, the game's going to be played in Amelie Arena in hey, Florida. Wait, is Nebraska still in it? Nebraska is, yeah, Nebraska's in the game we're picking. So, oh, sorry it, if you're listening and you play volleyball. I respect <laughs> your sport. Yeah, it's Nebraska. We want to just show everybody love on this podcast. You know, we cover every sport. And so we're going to go with college volleyball. The championship, the winner of this game will move on to the championship on Sunday at 2 p.m. Central Time on ESPN in Tampa, Florida. But it's between the number one seed Pitt Panthers and the number one seed Nebraska Cornhuskers. And I'm going to have to go with Nebraska because I remember, as I'm pretty sure, you know, Taylor and Reese and possibly Connor too, we remember that big thing that went viral when they hosted a volleyball game in their own, in their football stadium and it had, like, the biggest crowd ever. Uh, I remember yeah, it was, was like 92,000 people or whatever. I Actually, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. 92,000 fans in attendance, the record for any college any college sports event, actually. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Nebraska. Wow. They're 32-1. They were the number one overall seed. Give me the Cornhuskers. Yeah, none of us really watch volleyball, so this is kind of like a head, you know, flip tails. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Cornhuskers. Mr. Connor Davis, who do you have between the Panthers and the Cornhuskers? You know, Max – we usually disagree on every game, so I have to go with the Pitt Panthers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Stop coming. You know, 
Home of what? the Aaron Donald. Yeah. The, one of the worst quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett. But, yeah, this uh, volleyball. So, you're going with Pitt to beat Nebraska, the number one overall seed? Yeah, give me the Panthers, baby. All right. So, Connor's going oh, starting off 0-1. Uh, Taylor, who do you got winning this game between the Panthers and the Cornhuskers? Nebraska, next. Good pick. Reese? Nebraska. All right. So, we all agree, except for Connor, uh, but – we're going to go ahead and get moved on to another different sport that we've never done for prize pick. It better we not got, be rugby. We got English Premier League soccer, baby, coming up this upcoming right, Saturday. This. Manchester United, who is sixth on the table right now, they're going away to Liverpool, who is the number one team in English Premier League right now. Uh, man, man, oh, man, this should be a good game. Uh, I know Taylor is a big English Premier League fan. I'm not sure about Reese or Connor. But, no, uh, I'm a oh, I love it. Don't watch love soccer. It. But um, give me give me Liverpool to win this game against Manchester United. I mean, Mo Salah is just he's so good. He's one of the best players to watch. If you never watched him play, just go look up some tape. But uh, yeah, give me Liverpool at home at Anfield Park. Give me them to win. This game is at 10:30 on Saturday. Uh, I'm gonna be watching. So give me Liverpool to beat Man United be on Saturday. Connor, who do you have between Liverpool and Man United? Uh, I'm gonna have to go Liverpool. I used Wait, to love Man United. It's on uh, Saturday, yeah. Yeah, was I was fun. a big Man United guy whenever Ronaldo was over there, but ever since uh, he left, they've kind of just been mid. Yeah. So yeah, give me Liverpool, bro. I can't find this game on ESPN, bro. I don't it's know. Actually, it's actually it's on Sunday. It's on Sunday. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, who do you got, Taylor? Who, who's winning this game? All right, so I'm not a huge English Premier League fan. I'm a Spurs fan, which are in the English Premier League, so Max is putting words in my mouth. I mean, but, they're in the Premier League, you know, buddy. Liverpool, an absolute great team, only with four losses on the season. You know, Man United hasn't actually lost yet. They have seven ties. But <laughs> Liverpool being favored, I mean, you got to go with Liverpool here. I don't even know who's on Liverpool because I only watch Spurs. Um, but Mo Salah. Mo Salah, yeah, definitely. Uh huh. Um, for Liverpool, you got let's see, uh, stats. Um, let's go. Arsenal sucks, by the way, Max. Um, you know, you got Mo Salah, eleven goals on the season for Mo Salah. Now you got Van Dyke. Uh, he's also a very good defender. Um, Darwin Nunez, also a very good wing player. So give me Liverpool winning this game and proving why they're actually first in English Premier League. Reese, who you got? Uh, I don't watch soccer, so I'm going to have to go Liverpool. Good pick. And now we're going to move to college basketball. And Finally. One of the games, what should be one of the best games all season? This Saturday at – wait, hold up. Let me let my iPad load. This Saturday at 3.30 p.m. in Indianapolis, for whatever reason, this game is on Peacock. I guess I'm going to have to buy Peacock now because this is one of the biggest games of the year. It's number one Arizona, who is 8-0 on the season and is the unanimous number one team in basketball right now versus the number four Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, the Boilermakers are 9-1 and on the season. Like I said, this game is a neutral site game. The Indy Classic is what they're calling it, and it's going to be held what day at is Cambridge Field Saturday. Saturday. Saturday at 3.30 p.m. And honestly, I mean, right now they actually have Purdue – uh, favored to win this game 
by 57.5%, according to ESPN Analytics. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with it. Arizona is just so good. <laughs> I mean, they just beat a really decent Wisconsin team by 25. Uh, give me Caleb Love uh, and this really good Wildcats team to win. And we forgot to pick the scores in the last couple of games. Give me uh, Arizona to win this game. I'm going to say... Mm, I'm gonna say 73 to 68. I think it's a close one, but I think Arizona comes out with the dub. Now, Connor, who do you think is gonna win this game? Uh, I have to go Arizona. I mean, how could you not? Yeah, number one team Caleb in the country. Number one team in the country. I mean, enough said. 100. I'm gonna go disagree with both of y'all here. I'm gonna go Purdue. You know, being in Indiana, it might be a little bit of a home advantage for the Boilermakers. And the Boilermakers' only loss came in a heartbreaker at Northwestern. They've beaten better teams than Arizona has. And Zach Eady is the player of the year. So, if, if it will be a good game because if Arizona can shut down Zach Eady, then it's, it's bad news for Purdue. But, you know, just beating Bama, beating Marquette, beating Iowa, two, three very good teams. I got to go with the Boilermakers upsetting the Wildcats. Yeah, frick the, uh, yeah. Frick the Boilermakers, bro. They just beat my tide, so... Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Zona on this one. Uh, I saw Zona play Duke, um, and you know that that was a good game by Caleb Love. So I think uh, I think Arizona wins it in uh, Indianapolis. So, yep. All right, and then next we're gonna move to the NBA, and it's gonna be a matchup on Tuesday, Tuesday night on TNT at 6:30 p.m., and it's gonna be between the. Recent, the first ever in-season tournament champions, the Los Angeles Lakers, who are fourteen and nine on the year, they're going on the road to face the thirteen and eight overall Dallas Mavericks. Uh, this game, like I said, six thirty p.m. tip on TNT. Right now, the Lakers are projected to win this game fifty-five point six percent, according to ESPN Analytics. Um, some injuries for this game, obviously, obviously for the Lakers, Gabe, Viz- Gabe Vincent, sorry, Gabe Vincent has been out. Uh, for the entire season so far. I don't know when he's coming back. And then for the Mavericks, Kyrie is out for this game, as well as Grant Williams and Maxi Kleba. So give me the Lakers on the road coming off that what day win. Is on? I mean, what? What day is this on? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday 6.30 p.m. T- 6.30 p.m. tip on TNT. Give me LeBron, the glorious king, who has now done something that Michael Jordan has never done, won an in-season tournament. Give me the blah, Lakers. blah, blah. Blah 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 blah. Blah, blah blah blah. blah. No Mavericks. one cares. One hundred six to one hundred. Connor, who do you think is going to win? Probably the Mavericks because you don't like LeBron. I'm fine with LeBron. I just think that whole thing. Oh my gosh, LeBron just won an in season tournament. No one cares. Yeah, I was I was trolling. I was Dude, trolling. Kevin Durant yeah. when uh, the in season tournament got announced, he was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Who, well, who's your pick, uh, yeah, Mr. Davis? I'll go uh, the Lakers, but I would like to point out if you put the end season tournament like in 1996, I'm sure the Bulls will win it easy. Oh, 100%. But you know, just had to throw the shot out there, you know, the glorious yeah. king. But um, Taylor, who do you think is going to come out with the dub in Dallas? Uh, I hate LeBron, but uh, you know, with Kyrie Irving out. I don't think the Mavericks really stand a chance. You know, Luka Doncic uh, going to do everything he can to, you know, try to carry the Mavericks. But 
Anthony Davis popping off right now. LeBron James playing really good, great. The Lakers also have more depth and, like Max said, have just won the in-season tournament against <laughs> Pacers, and they destroyed the Pelicans because the Pelicans suck. So give okay. me okay, buddy. Okay, destroying buddy. the Mavericks. Honestly, and if Mark you ask, from crying. If you ask me, the Mavericks are still a playoff team. If you take away Kyrie. They've been a playoff team without Kyrie and just... Yeah, it. and what round did they get in? Oh, they lost in the uh, play-in tournament. So. <laughs> yeah, Luka Doncic, I mean, he can put up, you know, 30 points, 40 points or whatever, but if he has nobody else around him, I mean, you know, they're not going to go far. But shout-out Dillard. Dillard loves the Mavericks, so we're kind of offending him here. But uh, Reese, Mr. Kinder, who, who do you got winning between the Mavs and the Lakers? Lakers. Good pick, good pick. And now we're going to move to the college football, uh, the first or one of the first games of bowl season this upcoming what? Saturday. I told it you better not be the Myrtle here. Beach Bowl. Uh, if it's the Myrtle <laughs> Beach Bowl, I'm going uh, to – It is not the Myrtle Beach Bowl. It is the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl between the California Golden Bears and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You've Cal- lost it. Or, You're Cal- going delusional, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a must-watch. Eight fifteen. Bro, can we pick Miami, Ohio, at Appalachian State instead? <laughs> you know what? Pick Western Kentucky at Old Dominion. Oh my God! You know we'll call it an audible. Actually, let's pick Miami, Ohio, and Appalachian State. The it's Appalachian from Mexico. The Appalachian. Appalachian, not Appalachian. Okay. All right. Appalachian. Once again, it's the avocados from Mexico. Cure ball between the Miami Ohio Redhawks and the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Miami Ohio is eleven and two, and Appalachian State is eight and five coming in this game. Uh, this game is being played in Orlando in the UCF Stadium, uh, the Bounce House, you know, whatever they call it. Uh, the line right now is Appalachian State minus five and a half. Um, but I watched. I actually watched Miami Ohio versus Toledo in the MAC championship because Texas was absolutely doing horrible, horrible things to Oklahoma State. And there was no other games on, so I turned on Miami, Ohio versus Toledo. And this Miami, Ohio team, they won that game, a game that they weren't supposed to win. A lot of people projected Toledo to blow them out. But Miami, Ohio, I got to go with the Red Hawks to upset the App State uh, Mountaineers. Um, give me Miami, Ohio to win this game. I say – I'm going to say the Red Hawks win this game. They take home the dub 27-20 to 20 over the Mountaineers. Um, Connor Davis, who do you have winning this game? You have Appalachian State. <laughs> Freaking. I knew it. I knew it. All right, Freaking. Taylor. No, I'm not done. Okay, buddy. <laughs> keep going. Pile drive, Miami, Ohio. You know, the, the difference score? between these two teams to me is that Appalachian State – actually plays Power 5 conference opponents. You know, kept it close against North Carolina. Um, they've beaten, I mean, 8-5, and five, you know, might not be the most impressive, but barely lost to UNC, uh, barely lost to Wyoming, you know, have uh, beat James Madison, who, you know, James Madison was only one of the only undefeated teams left. So give me the Appalachian State Mountaineers winning this game at the Bounce House, like Max called it. Yeah, I'm going with that. I'm going with App State as well. 
All right, now we're going to move to our last pick of the day, and it's going to be between the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. This is by far, especially after what the Cowboys are doing right now to the Eagles. As we look at it live when we're recording this, the Cowboys are up 30-13 to in the fourth quarter. But uh, the Cowboys are playing the Bills at 3.25 p.m. Fox is going to be America's Game of the Week next week uh but rightfully so the cowboys are nine and three coming into that game they're going to be ten and three after beating the eagles and then the what the bills are seven and six it's going to be in buffalo so, the bills are favored yeah. uh yeah the bills are favored uh you stole the words right out of my mouth buffalo is favored coming in this game minus one and a half but i think that is a crazy take by vegas because i'm yeah, gonna go crap. with the cowboys to win this game dak prescott <laughs> is him uh he i remember actually me and connor had a debate earlier this year. Um, I think it was at lunch or something, but who are the top 10 QBs in the NFL? And whether I think we were discussing whether it was Kirk Cousins, if he was top 10 or not. Mm-hmm. But then we also brought up Dak Prescott. And I think it was either it was either me or you that said Dak what? Prescott wasn't top 10 at the time, but what? he's definitely proved it recently. Give me Dak Prescott and them boys, them cowboys, to win this game. 27, no. Give what, me boy? 34 to 34 to 17. Steamroll the Bills. Steamroll the Bills. Connor, who you got? All right. First of all, there's no way I left Dak Prescott out of top 10 QBs. I just started <laughs> listing top 10 QBs. And I was like, you can't leave out Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. at the time. I know. I remember. And now he's hurt. So Yeah. Well, still, Dude, still a freaking name, beast. Name the 10 quarterbacks you had over Dak Prescott. Uh, I had... No, LeBron. I think I did include him in. I think I included him. Zion Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> Derek <Bro>. Carr. <laughs> Jamie right. Winston. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Chris Olave. All right. Uh, Brandon Ingram. Golfer guy. Golfer guy. Who do you got winning this game? All right. It's got to be the Cowboys. I mean, Josh Allen. He does turn over the ball a lot, but if you look at the stats, he has one of the best touchdown interception radios in the NFL. Nobody has thrown more touchdowns in the NFL than Josh Allen over the past four seasons. Nobody has had a better record than the Bills, than the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs have been the only team to have a better record than the Bills in the past four years. But the way the Cowboys are playing, I mean, they just, they're destroying the Eagles right now, who are arguably a top five, top three team. And the Bills barely beat the Chiefs, and they should not have won that game whatsoever. I mean, that, that was a terrible call, the offsides. I mean, I guess technically he was offsides. Wait, but... wait, wait, wait. No, this is a whole other debate. Uh, Connor, you think he wasn't offsides? I mean, technically his foot is like on the line, but it did not affect the play whatsoever. It should have been a touchdown, in my opinion. All right. right. Um... But well, yeah, you obviously Cowboys. don't know the conversation we just had before this. But uh, he was definitely offsides. But, um, no, yeah. Keep keep going with what you're saying. Keep going with what you're saying. I mean, give me the Cowboys. They freaking, what, destroyed. They just destroyed the Eagles, my Eagles, who you're Eagles. unbeatable before the oh. 49ers. But were you a Bama and an Eagles fan? I, I've liked the Eagles for a little bit. Bro's living lavish with those teams, bro. Brandon Ingram! (laughs) All right, uh, Taylor, who you got winning between the Cowboys and the Bills? Bills. Um, This is a very hard pick for me because, you know, the Cowboys are my favorite NFL team, 
but I also have Josh Allen on my fantasy team, and the playoffs start next week. So um, I'm going to have to go with the Bills because I care more about the fantasy playoffs than um, cheering for my favorite team. Right. The Cowboys cannot play away games, and the Bills can. So, yeah. All right, Reese. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. You know, they're they're absolutely murdering the Eagles right now. So, yeah. Um, I pick the Cowboys. When they're on, they're on. Anyways, that's going to do it for prize picks as well as episode 13 of the Tigers Den. Thank Zion you. Williamson. Thank you, Mr. Connor Davis, for Wall joining Wall us Wall here Wall on Wall the Tigers Wall Den. Randy uh, Ingram. Thank you all for listening. Hold on, Max. Uh, Hold on. And if you want to... Max, I think we have one more thing to talk about. Derek Carr. Taylor, what, why, why'd you say hold on? Because we have one more yeah. thing to talk about with Connor. Oh, okay. Connor, what did, what do we have to talk about? Uh, Taylor didn't tell me about this, but I guess it'd be the playoff. How All, right? Okay. All right, let's talk about it. I'm open for conversation. How All right. The biggest First and foremost, I will say I do feel bad for Florida State. They absolutely deserve to be in the playoff. Great team. However, if you look at the criteria, don't give the college football committee did follow the criteria. And when Georgia plays Florida State in the Orange Bowl or whatever they're in, they're going to prove that Florida State's not a top four team. Yeah, they went 2-0 in the SEC, and they beat a great LSU team. Congrats. But they also barely beat Florida and barely beat Louisville, who – Lost to Kentucky. Kentucky is one of the top three worst teams in the SEC. Okay, I they're mean, atrocious. Yeah, and I think I think Bama's going to win this whole thing. It's not even me being biased. <laughs> All right. Well, they they just beat the one team that won twenty nine straight games. Yo, Connor, you cut out, bro. He was actually cooking. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> Mr. Davis, are you there? Taylor Max, uh, Taylor Max sounds like a school principal. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Davis, are you still there? All right, anyways, yeah. that will be di- that will do it. Oh, he's there. He's still there, Max. Connor, are you still there? Yeah, I'm right. I'm still here. Okay, you cut out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Someone was calling me. Oh, you're good. All right, keep cooking, keep cooking, saying, keep though, cooking. You were cooking for a little bit. Get Rizzy. All right. Yeah, get Rizzy real quick. Yeah. They just uh, they just beat in college football, Georgia, 29 straight games. And they absolutely – but they were up two possessions for – Yeah, I, I don't see how you could really – <laughs> Tell me with a straight face that the Michigan Wolverines are going to beat the Alabama Crimson Tide. I mean, I just don't see it happening. It's not going to happen. Because All right, you, so, have, you can't so give a piss about nothing but the Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I'll say, Connor. The one the funny thing that Reese has ever said in his life. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, we've already talked about this, and yes – uh, Bama is the better team 
than Florida State. Like, it's true. It's obvious. You know, it's Bama is a better team than Florida State. Zion Williams. Florida, Florida State was, uh, you know, they're down one of the guys that was rated in the top five, you know, uh, for voting. But, uh, you know, this uh, Florida State team, it's just, it's just tough to swallow, like you said, for the players, for the fans, for the coaches, for everybody that's involved with that Florida State program. Oh, like, you you want to know something? You, you want to know what I got to say? Yeah, what's up? Womp womp. Boo hoo. Yeah. Go win your bowl game. Yeah. Come back next year, 12 team playoff. Prove people wrong. Nothing you can do about it now. Don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Yeah. But that's what. That's that's just what I'll say. Also, Ryan Williams is not going to flip. CFP did follow the criteria. You are correct. So my problem isn't with the. You know, Bama. My problem isn't with Bama. My problem isn't with, you know, the Florida State, obviously. You know, uh, they did all they can do. Uh, my problem is with the criteria that is, you know, on the CP. Because the, the way it works is there's 12, there's, it's like 12 or 13 criteria, but they're all weighted equally. There's, unde- there's undefeated, there's uh, injured players, there's all that stuff, and they're all weighted equally. And if you do that, Bama is the top team. But that's going to do it for the We hope you enjoyed. Uh, message us if you want to be our next speaker. And that's going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you on the next one. This is me saying Max, your diet is in the way. Max, your diet right, is you in the way. No problem, Connor. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Tiger Stand Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, Play Callers where we interview a coach from Auburn High School football. Be sure to check out those episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central on all platforms.